live from Framingham and Walpole, Massachusetts. This is 1833 Sports. On this episode of 1833 Sports, Bruno and Dines talk to Jackson Bernhaus, a recent LaSalle University graduate. Jackson talks about his time playing soccer at LaSalle, as well as in high school at Berlin Central. How you been? I'm good, how are you? Not bad, not bad. Getting awesome. my Fortnite games in for the day. <laughs> no Warzone? Uh, good old Fortnite. Nah, honestly, um, Warzone, the sound bites are what do me in. And I love COD. I'll play multiplayer all day, but I will, um, mm-mm, not playing Warzone. <laughs> I can never get into either of them. I did a little Fortnite on the iPad, but I can never, like, it's too much moving around for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love the uh, the quick pace. and the, it, It's a cool gameplay, good gameplay. Yeah. So... Jackson, you you just graduated from LaSalle University. You're on the men's soccer team. But I kind of want to start before there. You went to Berlin Central for high school. How did um, soccer go for you for those four years over there? Good. Um, surprisingly, I didn't start out in goal. Um, my freshman year, I was a center mid um, on the varsity team. Uh, I think I had... Um, I say I had like 10 goals and 22 assists my freshman year. Damn. Um, there was a senior goalie, so I couldn't necessarily take his spot. Um, we ended up winning league champs that year, went uh, into playoffs, and then uh, ran out of luck. <laughs> um, but then I transferred to be the goalie that next year as a sophomore. Um, I think we went 10 and four, um, runners up in the league, and um, that year was that oh that year we went we went like pretty deep in playoffs ended up playing a night game in the middle of nowhere of new york uh started seven o'clock the game ended at 11 because we went through double overtime pk shootout and uh it started the snow during the pk shootout (laughs) um then uh junior year we went we went undefeated junior year um on the league I ended up playing the number one team in the state in uh, playoffs. We went 0-0 till the last minute and an unfortunate own goal uh, off my defender. Damn. Lost that one. Um, That was a sad, sad game. Um, And then my senior year, we went undefeated again. And uh, let's see, we made it. You know what? That was another – that was – I had I really bad uh, playoff luck. Another own goal uh, in overtime uh, and took us out of that playoff run. But my co- high school career, three three out of four years, league champs. So I uh, – not, not, not too mad. League MVP my senior year. Um, I came out of net a lot. I, there was another senior goalie, so I'd play up top and mess around. Uh, if we needed like a goal, I'd hop out. So I, I had 13 goals, and then I had, I think I had like eight shutouts senior year. So it was kind of a crazy stat line. Yeah. Um, so I, I was awarded the MVP of the league. So it was kind of cool as a goalie. <laughs> Did you play AAU soccer as well when your time there? Yeah. Uh, the entire time, I kind of played town league um, from kindergarten through junior year. Um, just small kind of other town teams and then my senior year I played for Ajax Berkshire um so that was kind of my first like bigger bigger spotlight kind of games we were playing um 
some top teams uh, and tournaments. We went to Needham tournament. Um, let's see, we did the the Black Watch tournament, uh, and then there's a tournament in Burlington, Vermont. At, oh, the Nordic Cup. Um, so that was kind of my first like exposure to real soccer. Um, I wouldn't say real, probably more like highest level of soccer I played before college. Did you play any other? Oh, did you play any other uh, sports at um at Central? Yep. Um, in the, I switched back and forth two years of basketball and then two years of volleyball, um, and then in the spring I ran track um, and was a pole vaulter. Do you think that? Well, maybe not pole vault, but at least track and basketball helped you at all prepare for soccer. Yeah, I mean all sports at the same time so it kind of gave me an extra boost in training um and it's good to like see other sports and see kind of how aspects of sports and team building affect things because it helps you come back kind of like build your knowledge of like the team play um and then doing your like own training and watching games and watching professionals and things like that definitely helps a ton the team aspect definitely helped probably in those sports and necessarily doesn't translate to soccer but the playing on different teams and learning how different things work in different aspects, like different team aspects of different sports all kind of relate back to soccer. Um, so being able to realize like the assists or like things like that translated back, but the, and the, the workout wise definitely helped translate over. Interesting. Uh, was LaSalle the only school that recruited you for soccer? No. Um, I was recruited for uh, MCLA um Castleton um there was a uh, school out in Syracuse um I don't remember man I can't remember what that was um then um I say Springfield uh, Springfield was a, mm -hmm. a big one um and then I had some other ones that I just kind of put my resume out to and like we're talking to coaches but um in the end it, it just came down to like LaSalle um being the top choice how did you, uh, how did Berlin Central prepare you for college, you think? Um, as like a student or like as an athlete? Both, if you want. Yeah, um, well, definitely as an athlete, uh, being from a small school, you kind of realize the like importance of team bonding um, and playing every season. You, you like get really close with your teammates and you play every season the same. Um, so like it definitely helped realizing like what a team aspect was like. Um, and school-wise, it definitely helps you prepare. Small, small classes, you're able to, like, get that teacher connection. Um, so it was kind of nice to stay in a small school like LaSalle, where classes are 20 people or less. Um, so I def that, that definitely translated over and helped a lot. Are the small classes, you'd say, probably the reason you picked LaSalle? Um, I, yeah, that was one of the reasons. The other, the location, being right next to Boston. Um, I actually went in as athletic training. And just the connections they had alone. They were, the teachers were all Springfield grads. Um, so I knew they had a really good base knowledge behind them. And then their internship program is really strong. And that, that was, that really came down to being a big decision factor was the internships. How did you do the internships while being a student athlete at LSL? So <clears throat> because I, I switched exercise science, you don't um, start your internships to your junior year. So because of that, um, they allow you to kind of push, you, you start later in the season. So I didn't have to do a fall internship. I only had to do the spring. So I was able to balance, you know, school and soccer. And then in the spring, 
Um, spring practices were 5.30 in the morning. So that you wake up before school's even started. So you'd go to practice and then I'd have 8 a.m. class. So then I'd sometimes shower, sometimes I wasn't able to go to class. Um, and then come back and then my internships were always in the afternoon. So I was able to kind of work really well with that. So what internships were, uh, or what internships did you do? And, um, well, I mean, I guess across both, because did you do more than one? Did you do junior year and senior year, or how did that work? Yeah, uh, junior and senior year. So I had, um, my first internship was at Babson College um, as a strength and conditioning coach intern. So I worked with nice. all the sports teams, uh, leading them in warm-ups and writing, creating workouts, running the teams through workouts. Um, and then able to use their kind of facilities. And then my senior year, um, I was an intern at Lifetime um, Athletics as a personal trainer. Um, so I was able to work with clients, um, kind of, I was the person calling people, asking if you wanted training, um, shadowing mm -hmm. sessions. So just kind of like getting like ready to see, like you actually got to see what being a personal trainer was like. Gotcha. And then between the two, what was your favorite? Um, I assume it was Babson, but. <laughs> oh, man, that's hard. Um, they were totally different. Strength conditioning and personal training are like in the same group, but at the same mm. time are like totally separate. Um, I, I, I would say that, uh, yeah, honestly, I go with Babson because I, I was, I actually was interning at the same time with co-captain David Perry. So it was kind of a fun time to bond and like work with other teams and kind of see how they did things and bring it back to my team. So did you get to work with the baseball team over at Babson or no, as part of your internship? Yeah, we actually did. Um, that their jun that the, my junior year was when they went to NCAAs. Um, so we would kind of watch their games. We helped them. They, because of their, because of how well they were doing and what it was, they had really specific training. Um, so not necessarily, they had odd times cause it's the same thing working with class, but they have team lifts. Um, so we definitely, definitely met a lot of the kids there and worked a lot with them. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So I've been in staying ready for uh, potentially a summer season. I play baseball. Um, okay. And, uh, I actually was training with coach noon, uh, coach of the Babson, the Babson baseball team. And he's really cool. And I got to hang out with a couple of other guys. So they're all they're, I really like those guys and they're a very, very good program over there. So that's pretty cool. Very strong program for sure. <laughs> Great facilities. It helps bring in people. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> how did you, along with that, how did you manage being a student athlete at LaSalle? Um, I definitely struggled uh, freshman and sophomore year. It's really easy when you're in season to kind of be fully immersed and not think about classes. Um, so I grade wise struggled. Um, but you kind of learn from the kids that have been on the team before you, like good, like study habits. Um, we had study hall um, once a week, mandatory from our coach. So we always, at least, I knew like one day I could dedicate getting everything kind of done. Um, but you really had to be good about getting back from class, doing your work, and then going to practice. So then when you came back, you could kind of relax for the rest of the day and get your sleep. All right. So before your senior year, because I know this, this was a special senior year. How did you three years go at LaSalle for you, for, for sports? For sports? Uh, I definitely would say, I think frustrated would be a good word. Um, coming from winning so much in high school to then going to three, like, losing seasons in a row. Um, it was hard to kind of, like, grasp that. I didn't know, like, how to handle that in the situation. 
Um, and it was hard not being a leader on the team because you're, when you're younger, it's hard for people that are older to listen to what you're saying. Um, so not being able to like put my input in and be like, Hey, we should try this. Um, I think that made it really frustrating. Um, but it was something that it was good. It helped me train in the off season, knowing like, we all want to be better next year. I want to be able to help more and like do my part. Um, but it's, it's harder, harder in college for sure. Just everyone's doing the same thing. Everyone wants to win. So it's, you got to work really hard. Do you think your relationship developed better as, as your career went on with Coach Haynes? Definitely did. Yeah. We, we butted heads very hard uh, throughout and then kind of each year got a little bit better. Um, the junior year, we really kind of, we understood we we're on the same page and then senior year for sure, just it blossomed. I understood what he wanted. Um, and I just kind of accepted it and was like, all right, we're doing it his way. That's the way it's going to happen. And that, that definitely was when everything kind of changed for us. How did it feel to be named co-captain along with uh, Perry? Uh, it was honestly an honor. I knew he had the same mindset as I did. So it was really easy to work with him. Um, we were the same age. So, you, you know, you didn't have to worry about like, oh, like you can't listen to me. I'm older. Um, and we lived together, so it made it really easy to kind of be like, hey, like, let's talk what we're going to do tomorrow. Um, but it's, it's, it's a bigger responsibility, I think, than most people realize. It, it, it's not like a high school captain where you're just, you know, you do the, co the towing costs and that's it. Um, college, you're, you're dealing with players. Um, you're getting texts from coach. You got to send messages out to your team. Um, you're in charge of Every team's a little bit different, but we're in charge of picking uh, uniforms and picking what we're doing for practice, um, clothes for practice, setting up indoor sessions, getting people in the gym. Um, so there's a lot more behind the scenes things that people don't really notice in college. Um, so it's a, it's a, it, was, it was fun. <laughs> so going into the season, was it you broke your thumb or your wrist? Neither. That was, that was the uh, other senior. That was Chris. He broke his pinky. I... Um, I ended up, there's not really a name for my injury, um, but I, I slid through somebody and their cleat caught through my shin guard, ended up slicing my shin open. Um, and I finished the half out, got to halftime, the trainer looked at it and it was, it started to swell a little bit. Couldn't really walk, couldn't put weight on it. Um, so we just were like, oh, maybe it'll be fine in the morning. Uh, that night, my leg looked like a watermelon. Um, just in that one circle, um, and there was the line from where the cleat came. I actually still have a scar. Um, and then, so it just was a, a excess blood kind of just started swelling there to try and heal, but it wasn't able to release. So I was out over a little, I think it was over a month that I wasn't able to play or really put any weight on it because we were trying to get all that blood flow back out of there. Was this in preseason? Because I don't, maybe I, I don't remember you playing in the beginning of the season. It was the fourth game in. Oh, yeah, because you, you guys started away most of your, the first, like, five games. That's what it was then. Yeah, we, were, um, we went to New York, played two games in New York, came back. Maybe it was the third game. It was against um, – they're in Quincy, uh, Eastern Naz. Yeah, Eastern Naz. I think it was the third game. Yeah. Yeah, fourth, it was the fourth game. Eastern Naz is, was the fourth game of the season. Okay. Yep. Okay. How did uh, being out for a month, especially as a senior and the captain, play a toll mentally on you? Um, the first week, definitely, it was hard to watch games because I couldn't really get out there and help. Um, and it was not, and like in practice, it was the same way. Uh, I'm really like a vocal person. I love being involved in everything, helping motivate people. So not being able to be on the field 
and kind of show like I, I deserve this captain band. Like I, I felt like I should have been out there, but I wasn't, you know, I, being injured, I couldn't do that. And I did my part trying to get back to and healthiness, uh, getting healthy, working with the trainers. Um, but it was, it, it was also frustrating at the same time to just, you know, watch things. And you, it gave me a different perspective definitely on the game because I was able to step out and just watch as a coach and see what, what people weren't or were doing and what wasn't, what was working. So then it gave me a lot more motivation to definitely come back. I, I was, I was eager to get back on the field and get those wins. Do you want to coach down the road? Yeah, I, I love coaching. Um, that's something I, a possibility might be coming back in the fall as an assistant coach. Um, I could, I'm also trying to coach younger age. I love working the kids cause it's, not a problem in the U.S., but not a lot of people teach proper ways of soccer to the younger kids so they don't get the good fundamentals to be able to build and make really solid college high school players and have a chance to go to the pros. One of my uh, – so, oh, you can go, Connor, my go, bad. No, you're good. No, you go first, then I'll ask my question. One <laughs> of my favorite memories is watching you play against Emmanuel, saving that, that, that key PK and then preventing the fight from your own teammate and the opposing player. What happened during that moment? How, how are you feeling throughout that play? Um, I definitely knew the clock. I think there was a minute left on the game. Um, PKs are very stressful, but uh, I kind of also love PKs at the same time. The stress is kind of nice. You get like amped up. You're ready to, I, I like to step up. Um, I, I always do the same move. I fake one way and go the other, but I remember reading his face and I just knew like you, you kind of learn one, the eyes, but two is body posture. Um, and I knew he was going left. I remember it went right, went left. I blocked it to the, I parried the ball away. It was down in the corner. And then I remember I went to jump on it. And then I don't, I don't know. Next thing you know, there was just like a dog pile. Um, I, the kid had a broken arm cause he had a cast on and I, I was trying to protect him. So I was over top of him on purpose, but his teammate came through and thought that I was trying to like hurt him in reality I was trying to cover him up because everyone was going at it um so I kind of got thrown off and then next thing you know another teammate came running in because he saw me get thrown he pushed him away and that's the that's when the ref was like he blew it all up and that's when he said he punched him and it was actually the other way around the other team threw the punch it, that that was a crazy moment I just was like whoa everything goes on so fast and those things you don't know what's going on I remember a friend of the program, uh, Nick Fiaro's dad, was cheering you on for separating the fight the entire time. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't want. I won that game over. That was a. That was a. That was a bloody game. <laughs> Everyone was hitting. It was muddy. I was. I was ready to get off that field, take the dub. <laughs> then uh, I think Edson scored that winner. Was it over? Just before overtime or in overtime? We scored the game winner. That overtime. That it was zero zero. That's right. Yep. Um, yeah, it ball crossed and Edson was uh, right there and tapped it in. Um, that that was a very well deserved win. But I think that was a really that was a big turning point for the season for sure. Connor, you had something you wanted to say? Yeah, um, man, I might have lost it though. Um, <laughs> dang, it was a good question too. Can't remember. Oh, um, so when you were um, you know, off the field with your injury, um, did you ever? think that you weren't going to be able to have your season um and be a part of your final season or did you know that um you know that injury would eventually go your way yeah um well to be honest we 
me included the trainers, we had no idea what was going to happen. Um, yeah. I was trying to come back. I was saying, I don't care. I don't care. Like I'll play with it. I'll make it work. Um, but they wouldn't clear me. Um, at one point, um, after I think it was three weeks that it hadn't gone down, they were scared that I might've had blood clots. Um, so mm -hmm. I actually had to go to the hospital. Um, I had, so we see, um, I had x-rays and then, um, let's see when you're pregnant and they put the, uh, ultrasound, ultrasound, they were doing ultrasound yeah. on my leg to see if there was any blood clots. Um, and they, luckily it came back negative. Um, so then that's when the trainers were like, okay, we're going to, we started, they do a lot of cupping right on mm -hmm. it and around it. And we were just massaging and trying to push all that back in. Um, but definitely mm -hmm. I was scared that I wasn't going to be able to, you know, come back and what a horrible time and like point in the season to kind of get injured. Um, but right. that at the same time gave me even more motivation to really push and get back and was like, all right, I know what I need to do to get healthy. So it definitely helped me at the same time. Right. What was it like when uh, Taki came out of nowhere and joined the team? That was a blessing. <laughs> um, someone that had transferred in from Mitchell uh, was playing with him, and we kind of I was talking to him, and then he said, hey, I have this friend. He's from Japan, and he's, like, really good at soccer. So I, I went to the field with them, and we were, we were just messing around, and I, I knew from just, like, a 30-minute session that he, he, knew what, he knew what he was doing. Um, so I, I talked to coach and I was like, Hey coach, like, I think you should give this guy a shot. Like, I know it's kind of part, it's late in the season, but why not? Um, and coach said, all right, keep him coming to practice. So he came to practice and he just did people dirty. <laughs> His knowledge. And I mean, it doesn't matter what language you speak, soccer, soccer, um, soccer kind of has its own language. So for him, he understood the game. He understood the movements. He just had to be on the field. So once he started playing with us, it definitely also changed. You know, you had someone that could kick 90% of the field from just this, like nothing. Um, and it was it. he won every head ball. He was awesome player. Definitely. I don't think you find another person like that just randomly on your college campus. <laughs> I remember Chris telling me his favorite food was a dining hall food. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then one specific moment was he's, I don't know what the score was. He's, he's telling coach, coach, or he was being a defender that game. I'm playing offense now. I'm running up to <laughs> offense, just telling coach he was going to play. <laughs> he did that a lot. He would just be like, I'm going up. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, you do you, man. You understand it. <laughs> now the food one, uh, we were sitting on the sideline and uh, Chris, Chris came over to uh, David and I and was like, you guys need to take him out and treat him to like some good food. This man doesn't know what's over here. And uh, Taki went, what, what do you mean? Like the calf is good. All you can eat. And we were like, no, no, the calf is not good. <laughs> not good. Not good. Oh man. That's funny. Uh, Ray, you talk about uh, Chris from uh, the, tra the trainer. Chris. Oh, Lawrence, the yeah. trainer. The head. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. So, gotcha. It's Chris and it's Chris and Ari, right? I don't mean to cut you off. I'm yeah. Chris and Ari. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because I'm so Hillary. For you, for your context, I went to I went to LaSalle first semester of my freshman year. So I was going to play baseball, and then some stuff got, like, all screwed up because we had a guy, one of the assistant coaches left, the one that screwed me left. So kind of all got messed up, and then I transferred to Riviere. So I'm at Riviere now, just to give you some context. That's why I'm asking oh, okay. who's who to see if anything changed since I've been there. But anyways, continue. <laughs> We're so, rival. You have, to, yeah, right. <laughs> you have to say it because it's me. How big was the drone for you guys this year? 
Oh, that was the drone was sick just alone to put on the goggles and kind of watch <laughs> the field. But uh, definitely hope you know it's different to watch soccer you know flat if that makes sense. But being able to overlook it, you can actually see and kind of draw like this is where you should be moving and this is the movement pattern you want. Um, it that if you have the ability to do that, I <laughs> totally recommend that to every soccer coach. It's awesome. Like you can see, you literally see the whole field where the ball should be going. You can look at other players and be like, hey, you're supposed to be here, not here if you freeze framed it. So it's definitely very helpful to have that. Hopefully we'll do it if there's a season this fall. Oh, yeah. I, I'll be a big advocate for it. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> so kind of back towards the season, this is the first time you guys made the GNAC playoffs and at least your uh, time there. How did you think that went for you guys then, even as overall the season? Yeah. Um, I mean, for not making it until – I mean, they didn't make it – year before I went in, so 2015, they made it um, – they played Mount Ida. I watched that game. Um, it was at Mount Ida, and they lost in overtime on a offsides, not offsides call. One of those you could fight it was either way. Um, and then, you know, we, new coach, new season, kind of new players. Um, so it was a little challenging. And then – didn't make it the next year we got closer every year and then um, my senior year we kind of got to that point where we looked at the schedule um, our assistant coach Matt printed out we had six games left um, that was all um, league games and we had we knew what we had to do to make it so we he gave us everyone a picture and you had to put it in your room above your bed so when you went to bed and woke up every morning you could see that that was our goal we're going to make playoffs um, and that kind of really started it. And then we changed our practices. We changed everything. Um, cause what was work, what we'd been doing wasn't working and we were, you know, it was my last chance to make it. So, you know, why not try different things? Um, so like we brought music into practice. Um, we changed up how we ran it. We did different foot drills. We did different style, total different style. Um, and then to be able to like make playoffs, um, it gives the team and, a a boost for next year but also gave them a boost for recruitment because it, it's it's hard to recruit really good players when you look at your your like record I remember doing the same thing I'd always go to the school and be like oh wow this school is really good or this school is eh, not really that good like I'm not interested in playing there so making playoffs definitely helps the team overall too for years to come so how do you think the season went overall this past year for you and maybe just the team in general um I think it was a big stepping stone I think without that season there they'd be still kind of a struggle, but I think we, we were able to prove to like, we had a lot of freshmen and sophomores on the team. So to, to make, have them be able to make a GNAC, you know, chance and run, um, it gives them a confidence boost too. Cause now they, you know, they've gotten that first game out of their jitters, you know, they don't have to worry about it next year. Um, and it, it gives them something to work towards too. Cause now, you know, you want to make it to the next round. Cause we were, you know, PK shoot two shots, three shots away from making it to the semifinals of GNAC. Um, so I think it, it, it made it a very positive season, even though our overall record wasn't a winning season. But, I mean, for us, it was a huge winning season. How is it the goalie relationship between you, Chris Tran, Pabas, and I think Joey was out this season, but more kind of importantly with Chris Tran, who was from Middlebury, transferred into this season. Do you think there's going to be a lot of competition between you guys? Um, I, yeah, I uh, – I kind of, in the summer, we had captain's practices, so we, he wasn't able to attend, but some of the other kids that transferred with him, um, you know, had their stories, and uh, I did my own research, you know, I was, 
not nervous, but I was excited and kind of, you know, hey, I'm going to have to step my game up if there's going to be another senior. Um, and we, I think we really worked well together, kind of complementing each other. Um, we both kind of saw the same vision. And instead of kind of being a rival, we kind of made, made it more as friends. And we understood, like, hey, one of us is going to play one of the or the other is going to play. But we both knew that either one was going to win the game. Um, so having two seniors, it definitely helped. And, you know, Papas being a freshman, it really gave him people to kind of look up to and have people to train with and like seeing the good, seeing the work, like the bad, seeing the Chris came off of being the, I think he was a goalie, goalkeeper of the year for his conference last year. Um, they had made NCAA. So, you know, he had a whole new experience that I'd never, never had. So I couldn't necessarily shut him out. You know, I had to kind of take what he had to offer and, you know, I had things that he hadn't thought of because being different heights, we play different styles. You know, he's able to play a high game and come out and grab the ball out of the air where I'm very, I'm going to organize my whole team. I'm going to wait and like strike on the ball opposed to just being able to jump over people. Um, so working together, you know, it gave me a new perspective on being a goalie too. What is uh, your biggest uh, soccer accomplishment, you think? Um. I'd, I'd say definitely being a college captain um, is very honoring, honoring, but it's very fun and uh, something not a lot of people can say they did. All right. Oh, and GNAC Keeper of the Week. That was that was <laughs> that was a push. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing right now to stay fit, especially now that with coronavirus and that you're out of college now? Yeah, um, well, I'm a, I'm a, in process of being certified as personal trainer. Um, so, you know, not being able to get in the gym. So a lot of home workouts. Um, I still go to the field, do my running, like I'm getting training for the season. Um, I, uh, I bought, you know, a lot of different weight things that I could get bands. So a, kind of a new tactic of training for me, not so I'm used to the weights, but you know, you got to change it up. I've actually found, I haven't lost any weight because of my muscle, but I, I've been able to maintain what I had. So, uh, I'm not too mad with the, you know, the Corona. It could be worse. How is, uh, your, sorry, how is your season, how is your senior year, the latter part of it affected by the virus? Like the, uh, like, like the spring, the yeah, like spring semester. Oh yeah. Well, I definitely missed out playing spring season, which is probably, it's not the most fun season, but it's, it's up there. Spring season is just training. So you get the, we have morning practices, which is a little rough getting up that early, but you get the train, you don't have to worry about games and things like that. And then the spring tournament is one of the best times you get to go to Springfield, you play round robin style, um, and then you get a playoffs. And we've actually always done really well in the spring, um, just never translated over to the next year until this year. Um, so I was sad that I got to miss out on that because I would have been playing striker up top. So I was, I was bummed. <laughs> what are your uh, plans now that you graduated? Um, right now, uh, like I said, working on uh, my certification for personal training. Um, and then uh, just popping my resume out to different gyms um, and kind of smaller um, like cycle studios and, things like that. And then uh, my goal is to eventually own my own gym down the road. Nice. What's your, uh, oh, sorry. You're good. No, I was saying good stuff. <laughs> uh, what's your uh, favorite sports memory that this includes soccer or anything else? Um, 
Favorite sports memory? Definitely uh, in high school, senior day, senior game, I came out, scored a hatchback in 10 minutes, went back in goal, and I think we ended up winning like 7-0. So a shutout and a hat trick in the same game. Definitely, uh, <laughs> I can't beat that. <laughs> What's your uh, pre-game uh, playlist look like? Man, um, I feel like it would change now, but in college, it was definitely um, a lot of Lil Wayne, uh, a lot of Eminem. Then senior year, it was all big booty mix. <laughs> EDM getting me going. <laughs> Do you have any uh, big uh, pregame superstitions? Um, I'm not one for superstitions. I kind of, you know, I, I just kind of go every game the same way. Um, I did always have to have black electrical tape, though. And if I didn't have that for my shin guards, I always felt like I was naked. So I guess the black electrical tape was my, uh, my superstition, I guess. What's your... Uh... Pre-game meal look like, and what's your favorite meal overall? Pre-game meal, definitely, because uh, the school gives us meals, I would always sneak um, the peanut butter and jelly. Uh, they're like peanut butter jelly, the little frozen sandwiches. Well, I can't think what the name of those are. Um, by Smuckers. Uh, they're, they're, and a banana. <laughs> I can't think of what else. My favorite food, though, definitely is going to have to be eggplant parmesan. All right. Mm -hmm. Why not the chicken parm? I mean, like, everybody's going to choose chicken parm, but how many people are going to say eggplant parm? You know what I mean? That's true. That's chicken true. I'll parm. give you that. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a uh, favorite jersey number besides, like, the classic goalkeeper number one or zero? Mm, number five. I, I was always number five in high school. I made my coach give me the jersey on the field, and then on my goalie, I'd put it on myself. So I was number five. That's cool. That's fun. That's cool, yeah. <laughs> what are any uh, life lessons you've learned through playing soccer or any other sports you've played? Um, definitely uh, you can't get anywhere doing anything by yourself. And the more people that you have, like, with you and surrounded and kind of all doing the same task, um, the better you kind of be, the more efficient you'll be. Um, and hard work, man. You're never going to get anywhere without training and working hard. So definitely that <laughs> all right well thank you jackson for coming on before we end do you want to plug your instagram oh sure um i think my instagram is jb goalie five along with like everything else on my tags but if not <laughs> it's my name jackson burhead <laughs> awesome well thank That's you jackson awesome, for coming on i really do appreciate it yeah thank you all right thank you have a good thank one you. you too all right bye